This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the, this week's edition of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. I'm back. Andrea's back, and it's the ghost of Victor Puente. I know. <laughs> now, when I first heard you this morning, I was like, ugh, you sound terrible. But I'm starting to like it. I'm coming around. You like it. My deep voice. Yeah. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, so there has been a sickness that has ravaged not only my house, but also WKYT. Kristen Kennedy had it for a, mm-hmm. well, still has it. Um, I saw her two days ago, and she was still coughing. She said, yeah, it's been two weeks. I said, okay, well, it's good. Good to know I've got that to look forward to. Well, I'm actually looking forward to talking to my mother about this because apparently the plague spread to Alaska. She was sick the whole trip. I think it's a, kind of a summer illness. I've got another friend who's a, a local radio DJ here in the morning, and she I heard her talking about how she basically lost a weekend over it. So, How dare you fraternize with other media outlets? Uh, I'm sorry. Well, she's from Powell County. So. I'm just kidding. So um, you have to be friends with her. <laughs> I, I have to be friends with all of those people. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it, it messed us up last Thursday. Um, Vera had to, no Wednesday, Vera had to go home from daycare because she had a fever. She had a little one in the morning, but it was real small. And we just figured it was because she's teething. Yeah. Oh, so then she had to come home. And then that night we took her temperature and it was 104. Oh no. So we started getting a little freaked out. Um, we loaded up, we're getting ready to go to the emergency room. And we had also called our doctor's office, and then their on-call nurse finally got a, called back as we were mm-hmm. on the way. Actually, they, she called back pretty quick. Um, and so as she goes, I hear you're in the car. Um, are you are you on your way to the emergency room? We're like, yes. And she goes, let me ask you a question. Is this your first child? We're like, yes. She oh, goes, my gosh. I knew this was going to be this. Okay. Well, um, like, you all need to chill. First thing <laughs> I need you to do is, is, if you'll trust me, just turn around and go home. <laughs> like, uh, okay. All right. <laughs> So, yeah, and her whole thing was, you know, taking a, a, a sick child into the the hospital just could introduce them to more. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why daycares are so cautious because babies yeah. are so susceptible to disease. Like, their immune systems aren't strong enough yet. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's a last-ditch effort yeah. there. And she had, she just woke up, and she goes, you know, she'll be hotter when she when she's sleeping. Aww. So go home, strip her down, uh, you know, give her some, some water. Um, take her temperature after about half an hour and then a little, if it's still gone if it's gone down some after that then give her a cool bath so we did all that and, you know within an hour it was down to 103 and then the, after the cool bath it was down to 102 by the time she went to bed it was 101 so much better she kind of burned it off yeah i mean yeah. i'm sure i'd be the same way like having a a human's life in your hands yeah. i'd be overly cautious too we also made the mistake of you know everybody you look up stuff online it's like oh, oh but above 104 get to the er immediately dead yeah <laughs> that's my thought i'm like oh, no, my one job is Just to keep start looking for some burial plots what have i done yeah um so but she survived it and it turned out i think she had something called roseola we looked it up as pretty common again mm-hmm. probably shouldn't be looking stuff up but um pretty common uh, viral infection so by the time it was over she had all these red spots that popped up oh. for a couple hours and they went away and now she's fit as a fiddle fit as a fiddle she's feeling great and, and her dad still Rosiola. sounds like a <laughs> like a toad and I, I had a you know for for a long time and so yeah if you've watched me in the past few days um anchor I've managed not to cough on camera, so that's good. That's impressive. Um, I am sometimes anchoring with a cough drop kind of in my hand, like ready to, as soon as it goes to a story, pop that back in. <laughs> Bill's done that before. And he's like holding it the whole segment. And I'm just like, gross. Um, I've only actually held it once. Normally I put it on a, like a little wrapper. 
Well, at least you put it on a wrapper. So that's what's been going on here while you were gone. Well, see, I was literally, I text Jim Caldwell, the like, you know, because he is, you know, my source basically here. <laughs> and I was like, I hope you're taking notes of all the drama happening. I was so fearful that all the, you know, crazy drama would happen while and I was gone. And everyone was so going to be behind. talking about you while you were gone? Well, obviously they probably did. <laughs> probably do it when i'm here <laughs> no i'm just kidding but um but yeah i was like i i, I have fomo i feel like i was missing out <laughs> well you but didn't he said miss really nothing happened much, everybody's just sick um yeah and you got back in time for barb's 40th anniversary I did that was so sweet yeah no, i wish you were nice. here where were you um i was out on a story you know mm. i report during the day so i was just work I was out on a standoff, and then I had to go over to Old Friends Farm. Or I got to meet Silver Charm. That was nice. Well, I got to meet Roger Cowden. Uh, I know. The man Which is an the even legend. bigger deal, honestly, than a Derby winner, because he is literally, I thought he was a figment of her I know, ma- yeah, imagination. I know. I've only heard Barb talk about her husband. I've never actually met him. <laughs> he is literally a mirage. Like, seeing him is like Haley's Comet. He never goes to anything. That's like Bill and Barb go to a lot of events together, yeah. because Roger just doesn't want to go. Like, it's not his thing, and... <laughs> Like, she paints such a good picture of him, you know what I mean? Like, as a curmudgeon, and he totally embraces it. And I, I've told her forever, I was like, I don't ever want to meet Roger because you're not supposed to meet your heroes. Yeah. And he is my hero. There you go. He didn't disappoint, though. I <laughs> I literally told her, I was like, Barbara, if you ever find someone, come across some single man that reminds you Younger of Roger, guy. <laughs> I want one. I want a Roger. You want your own curmudgeon? He was hilarious. Just the driest sense of humor, which I love, and just... I mean, just like ornery. <laughs> and, and Bill enjoyed it too. Bill was having a good time. He well, had Bill, he had a microphone. We, we oh said gosh. he was like the Price is Right. He's he just was walking around, element, talking baby. to people, having a good time. But Bill had called because you know he was texting Roger that morning, and I was like, "Wait, Roger's coming?" I I didn't believe it until I saw him, and I honestly, oops, I hit my mic. Sorry. I forgive you. Anyway, I honestly didn't believe it till he got there that he was going to be there, and I didn't know him. I've never even seen a picture yeah, of him know, until so yesterday. Just, so I was man. like, okay, you're the one person I don't know. This must be Roger. But yeah, I called him Mr. Cowden and he scolded me immediately, which were his first words to me. And I was nice. very proud. <laughs> right. so you're like, I've accomplished what I wanted. I'm like, yep, this is my man. So but he's was... awesome. And Barb is obviously awesome. I yeah. mean, I think she deserved all the accolades that she got and all the recognition she got. 40 years is a long time to do anything. I thought it was funny that she said the only reason she knew something was kind of up was because the day before Bill said... What are you wearing tomorrow? Exactly. <laughs> he said that, she said that he never cares about what she wears. So that, that is so true, though. I mean, and Barb is so good about like watching the mornings and matching Bill every day. That's why they always look so good. And me and Bill are just like mismatched. <laughs> whatever. Up whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but every now and then we'll match, and it's like, ooh, nice. It's kind yes. of how Amber and I are. I walk in, I'm like, oh, we didn't look at we did us. That, but yeah, but it was really cute. It was really cute. I loved nice. it. Well, I'm, I'm glad. Glad you got to be back in time for that. So let's. So this episode, we don't have a guest. This is just going to be a recap. Of Andrea's mm. Alaskan adventure. Hmm, honey, it was very beautiful. Let's start from the beginning. So you, so we have um, trips kind of through the station. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a travel company that um, we kind of contract, or they contract us, and, and we promote that stuff. But as part of that, one of us will go as kind of a chaperone. Or they have their their people who I guess do the most of it, but we also go and kind of hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so you got approached to, to. Did you get to pick where you went? No, but I honestly wanted Alaska, so yeah. I got really lucky. I'd already been to Ireland, which was awesome, 
this kind of, for me, it topped Ireland. Really? But I had a lady who was actually in Ireland with me, and she said she liked Ireland better. So they're both so good. I mean, they... The nice thing about it is, you know, with vacation, I would never have seen as much as I did because mm-hmm. I'd be lazy and sleeping every day. I was going to say, you'd I be like, I'm here at this resort and I'm just going to stay here. Yeah, but everything's set up for you. Like all of your, you know, transportation is set up. Your meals are set up. It's like you don't really have to do any of the legwork. You literally just show up where you need to be and they take you to where you need Which to is be. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it was wonderful. And like I said, you really get a great experience packed into um a short amount of time that i don't think you would get normally at least i wouldn't i know for sure i wouldn't but it was wonderful and And because if you try to set all that stuff up yourself that's a lot of legwork yes and i mean they treat you well because you're with a group that you know obviously spends a lot of money at their at their place so they want to keep you happy so it was it was nice all right all right so so tell us about uh what was the the travel there like what was it getting to there okay so we met in Lexington, and then we drove a bus up to Cincinnati, left from Cincinnati Airport. And it was funny, while um, – oh, and then we went to Atlanta. While I was in Atlanta, I see Kelsey Mattingly in the Atlanta <laughs> airport. Yeah, and we honestly had no idea this was going to happen. She was just te- – like, we were just texting each other, and she's like, where are you right now? I was like, oh, I'm in Atlanta. And she's like, at the airport? And so she's like, wait, I have tater tots. I'm coming. And I was like, sweet. Wow. <laughs> Score. So that was so funny. But I was I was kind of jealous because she flew out of Lexington like two hours later than our flight. I'm like, why didn't we just do that? <laughs> Dang it. Because it was kind of early, you know. Yeah, I know. Whatever. I'm sorry you had to get up early. I know. Poor Andrea going on a trip. Well, but uh, it was great. Everything went pretty smoothly. But yeah, we flew from then Atlanta to Vancouver, and that's where we got on our cruise. We cruised for three days, and then the rest was on land. Poor awesome. me. Yeah. I feel like such a brat. See, I've, ne- I've never been on a cruise, but I've heard good things. I haven't either. This was my first cruise, and they're dangerous. Yeah. Because of the food. Just the all you can eat aspect. I had all the desserts every night. Because <laughs> like, you can't leave me that kind of freedom. I need structure in yeah. my life. So you came back and couldn't fit in your clothes? Is that what happened? Well, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Because while I was down there, like, obviously, I was like, no scales. I don't yeah. even want to know. I can address this later. But um, when I got home, I actually hadn't gained much weight. Well, you're pretty active the whole time. That's probably a lot. Or at least we, once we you got on. We did do a lot of walking. But yeah. I still felt like a slob. I ate so much ice cream. You wouldn't think Alaska ice cream would go together, but yeah. the I saw your post about ice cream for breakfast oh, on the way out. Oh, so good! But there was this place called what Wild Scoops, and there was a line the entire time we were there, from the time they open in the morning to the time they close at night. There is never not a line outside on the sidewalk. I'm not talking about like just you know inside their doors. It wraps around the sidewalk like it's crazy. And it was good. Impressive. All right. But it was. It's so kind of like I felt like good. I got to see what this is about, and I went there three times. So, so once the cruise. <laughs> okay, I think you explored. Uh, so once the cruise lands in Alaska, I guess what what mm-hmm. kind of stuff do they have set up there? Okay, so I actually had to uh, bring with me my itinerary because I was like, I'll never remember. It was thirteen days. I can't yeah, keep no, all that straight. That's a lot. It ran all together, but there was one stop in Juneau, like you could get on shore. Don't off, you know? Off the cruise. <laughs> Juneau, I love Alaska. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, so there was this tram that you could take up to the top of this mountain, and it was $35, so it was difficult for me <laughs> to make that decision. You my know, mom, we're both thrifty, yeah, I can imagine. My mom went back to the cruise and just ate more free food. <laughs> while I went <laughs> She's on, like, I'm not paying that. I was like, all right, this is my souvenir. I'm going to do this tram. 
best decision ever because then I got up there and I wasn't prepared to go hiking but thankfully I had on tennis shoes anyway and so I hiked all up here on this mountain and it was spectacular the views I got to see and I got some great pictures and you know the nature part of Alaska was my favorite part anything with animals or just like beautiful views that you don't get here in Kentucky not that Kentucky's not beautiful but just different just different yeah yeah so Oh my gosh, it was spectacular. If you ever go to Juneau, I would, you can hike up the mountain, but I didn't have enough time because we were only mm. there for a short amount of time. And also, I'm. That's really probably a full day hike, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I don't know if I'd have made it back in time. <laughs> Not in that good of shape, but uh, it was beautiful. Loved Juneau. And the cruise was great. Best strawberry ice cream I've ever had. All right. I a lot of ice cream. Some good ice cream. <laughs> some good strawberry ice cream. Ice. Yes. <laughs> my whole trip centered around ice cream. Anyway, so when we got back, I guess we left from. Look at me. I'm like, oh, where were we? Started in White Pass and the Yukon route. We went on this big um, train, actually, that took you up the mountain. And I mean, literally, they were like, if you're afraid of heights, like, you need to sit on this side. Stay away from the window. Be serious. I was like, not me. I have to Because there's a train, like, right on the edge. It was insane. Like, I don't know how this passed regulations. It was so scary. I mean, like, a straight down drop. But it was so cute. So, so cute. <laughs> so cute. So cute. <laughs> See, now. I'm nervous just thinking about it. Right. My mom wasn't sick at this point. So that was her favorite part of the trip because it was kind of the only fun thing she got to do. But uh, <clears throat> better edit that out. No, I'm going to leave that cough in. Go ahead. Oh, gross. But um, so my mom forgot her. Number one, she forgot her hearing aids, so she didn't hear anything. So I had to basically like be her mom on the trip and make what? sure she was in the right place at the right time. But she also forgot her blood pressure medicine. Oh my goodness! And I think honestly, like that just tore her to pieces because she was nervous, and we were on the ship, and she, when she realized she didn't have it, well, some of it aren't you going up in high elevation? Does that impact your blood pressure? We're not doctors. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to know. But anyway, she went down to the infirmary, and I honestly think it was just a lack of communication because she can't hear. Because I went back with her a couple days later, and we did end up getting her medications that she needed, which were there the whole time. And I also told her, I was like, Mom, ask the other people on our trip. I was like, I bet someone else is on the same medicine you're on, you know? like. And there was literally a lady named Elaine who's been on multiple trips. She went with Jim. And then she went on mine, and we loved her. And she was like, honey, I take the exact same thing as you. I had extra in my suitcase. Why didn't you tell me? You know, like, <laughs> that's not what she sounds like, by the way. Uh, I just created that character. No, but, I'm enjoying all these characters. But, it, oh, they were wonderful. But, yeah, so she finally got her medicine. And, like, I thought, okay, we're good now. Then she comes down with this awful chest cold. And... Well, oh, you so got a bunch bad. of people all just packed together if one person shows up. With yeah. the guy. I mean, they might not even realize they're sick when they show up, and then mm-hmm. boom, it just spreads. And the thing was, it's like she maybe could have come on some things, but she also didn't want to be coughing the whole time and like getting other people sick. So, like, just kind of out of respect for them, she decided to stay back. But I guess that was good in a way for me because the whole point of us being there is to interact with people on mm-hmm. this trip, make sure everybody feels included in the group and like get to know everybody. And I really did because I didn't have anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm on my own. I go on by my lonesome. It was so wonderful. Like, I saw you got to um, hang out with some sled dogs, some <gasps> sled puppies. I did get screamed at because I took one of the puppies out of the building. <laughs> Because mom was on the bus. I didn't hear the instructions, okay? All right. You just weren't listening. 
basically. But anyway, I was, I didn't know we weren't allowed to take them out of the building. And I was like, oh, I'm going to bring it to mom. Cause she wasn't, you know, she was on the bus. Wanted I, was, I wanted puppy. her to see the puppy. Yeah. She's as crazy about animals as I am. So I felt bad that she wasn't seeing them. And I mean, the workers were screaming at me to the point, like everybody was looking at me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just start running back. Did they think you were trying to take it. You're like, guess, I got a souvenir guys. I mean, I get it. Like, I'm clearly that kind of person yeah, that I would try to sneak that, off yeah. with a baby sled dog. But they were so sweet. So sweet. And we actually, we basically, I was like, this is Kentucky's version of sled dog racing because mm-hmm. they put us on a four-wheeler and they pulled us on the four-wheeler the sled dogs did. So nice. there was no snow where we were. Um, there was actually a heat wave in Alaska. It was hot. I know it was hot here and it was like yep. just as bad there. I did not pack correctly at all. Like I brought all this warm stuff and I was like, oh, we need a layer, which to me, I'm like, oh, so we'll probably never get cold. Yeah. So I didn't have any short sleeve shirts. I had like two tank tops that I wore multiple Yeah, I saw times. your, um, like, yeah, bless her heart tank top I, or whatever. I was blessing you everybody's hearts in Alaska because <laughs> that was the only tank top I had. And I was just like, what is going on? I was not prepared. So, um, I mean, it was nice because there's no humidity up there. So even though it was warm, it was still very comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Better better than the better heat than down here. here. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, okay, so we had the train ride. Then we did the Alaska Highway. Again, more beautiful scenery. We saw a bear on the side of the road, a grizzly bear, so unaffected by us. Like, got great video of Just this. didn't care. Just another, yeah. Well, I guess it's normal. Um, let's see. Then we did, um, we like... <sighs> dredged for gold i think it's oh, called dredging pan, pan for gold pan for gold it wasn't a pan but uh, i did not do well I was so you, didn't, you didn't get any gold is what you're saying well like most people got like so they would weigh it for you and tell you like how much money's worth of gold you got out of your pan and i got like eight dollars and everybody else got 30 and i was just like what did i do what did i do wrong you know but it was no big deal it's still fun i enjoyed it and then we did this riverboat uh tour which was beautiful and we went by um I guess there was a, a woman who won the Iditarod four times, and she had this dog named Granite, and we got to hear her story. I think it was Susan something, and I know people are going to be like, obviously that's Susan Butcher. I think it's Susan Butcher. You can double-check me. I'll but look it up during your Anyway, so her dog Granite, when he was born as a puppy, like they didn't even want to train him because he was like the runt of the litter. And for some reason, she just like attached to this little puppy granite. And he turned out to be like the greatest sled dog of all time was her leader. So basically kind of like the brains, like the different personalities are strategically placed in the lineup of a sled dog race. And he was wonderful. So he ends up getting like brain cancer, this dog, and they wanted to put him down and she wouldn't let them. He literally recovered from brain cancer and went back and they won again. Wow. Granite. I was just like, that is awesome. It was Granite and Susan Butcher. I got it. Good job. You did it. I was like, for some reason I was thinking of Susan Boyle. And I was like, that is not right. That's the (laughs) one. I dreamed a dream of time to (laughs) buy. Exactly. I was like, I know it's not Susan Boyle. Man, I'm not a very good singer as it is, but it turns out when you're sick, it's really hard. But anyway, so I Here's love... Here's a picture of him. Oh, look at Granite. I know. And there was a book. Like, I want to get that book for every child in my life from now on. I see it. Granite. I yeah. did a rod champion. It was such an inspiring story. And um, so we were at the... I did a rod museum. And we also saw Balto, which was one of my favorite movies growing up. Yes. He, like, saved the little girl with the medicine. And 
And they actually threw some shade at Balto. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they said Balto got all the recognition because he was the one that, like, kind of finished the trail. But there were other But there dogs. were different teams placed along the way because, like, that trail, like, one team couldn't get from point A to point B. And they said the poor dog in the middle that ran the farthest way. Just didn't get any recognition. Yeah. They're like, nobody. I think his name was Togo. And nobody knows Togo, but everybody knows Balto. And I was like, I don't care. I love that movie. I love Balto. He was a reject, and he was just awesome. <laughs> All right. So anyway, that that really kind of bothered me that they were throwing shade at Balto because I've always loved him. Anyway, so Denali was the next day, and it's very hit or miss whether you get to see Denali or not because it's there's always a lot of cloud coverage and everything. So we didn't get a great view of Denali that day, but we were on a bus for eight hours that day. And it was kind of like you were looking for wildlife. And my mom did go on this day as well. This was another day she actually went. She made it. Yes. And she was miserable the whole time. But she was the best spotter. I felt bad because we got the front seat. And I was like, ooh, but everybody hates me right now. You know what I mean? Like, I felt bad, especially like being the, you know, like the head of our group. I was like, I, I need to let other people enjoy that. You know, that's not my role. But I didn't feel bad because my mom literally spotted 90% of the animals we saw. I don't know how, but like eagle eye. It was awesome. See, maybe it's like Daredevil. When you lose one sense, another one overcompensates. <laughs> yes. So where Daredevil lost his sight, he, his hearing went super. She lost her, her I, hearing aids, so her eyes her. were just. It's like, Mom, you Daredevil Denali. <laughs> <laughs> well, Daredevil's blind, so I guess that's not quite as But anyway. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Details. Uh, but that was really fun. Um <laughs> I will say, our bus driver, our tour guide, loved. I was not so jazzed. Mm. She, you know, the radio host Delilah. Oh yeah, Delilah. She reminded me of Delilah, who my mom, let me just say, despises. And the what? moment this tour bus driver starts talking, I was just, I was like, just so excited to look over at my mom because I knew that she was thinking the same thing I was. And, she, and I just looked at her, and it was everything I thought it would be. I was like, we both just go, Delilah. <laughs> She's just so calm and comforting. She's just like, did you know that the fox lives here for 70 years? I was just like, oh, wow. The flora you know, and the fauna. And she said, did you know, at least did you know? 85 times. And, and it's like, well, no, you're telling us. So you can just. Right. Yeah. And I mean, she really was knowledgeable and great. It's just a personal preference thing. Nothing against her. Like, I'm sure she's great. I mean, what did Delilah ever do to your mom? That's, that's She just, it just drives just her not crazy. Her, not her jam. It's one of those things that I know it's not for me, but you know, if people like it, yeah. go nuts. In a way, I almost appreciate people that are so passionate about something. Yeah. Whether it's passionate love or passionate hatred. And she, and she is. <laughs> Delilah's passionate about passion. Yes. And mom is passionate about hating her. <laughs> Not personally, just, I guess, her delivery. She just doesn't like the, yeah. The okay. style. Yes. The style. But it was really funny. And my mom got, like, openly annoyed with her at one point. And I was just like, Mom, I know you don't feel good, but you got to behave. Gotta... Because, so there were, like, these rabbits. And, like, she kind of wouldn't stop for the rabbits. And my mom really wanted pictures of these rabbits. And she's like, what? So we just aren't stopping anymore? Literally <laughs> that loud. It was the only time. <laughs> I was like, okay, Ma, wow. Mama Lindsay, bring it. 
You're going to have to bring it down a little bit. All right. Well, I'm glad you all had some, some, some fun on the all trip. All right. So after that, it was actually the Iditarod. I went a little out of order. Then we did the Glacier Cruise, which was beautiful. We saw whales. We saw um, seals and mm-hmm. little otters. They were so cute. And then Anchorage finished things up. Um, basically in Anchorage, I think all we did some museums. And then we went to a little street fair. And that was fun. And I mean, great food the entire time. So that kind of sums things up. And we came home, and actually, I was very nervous on the plane ride home. We were doing an overnight flight mm-hmm. from uh, where do we? We're from Anchorage to Atlanta, so we literally flew over Kentucky to yeah. get back to Kentucky twice. But I'm not, I'm not bitter. But somebody had a panic attack at the front of the plane. We were in the very back, so we couldn't really see what was going on. And in my mind, I'm like, someone's having a heart attack. We're gonna have to make an emergency landing. And like we're gonna be stuck. We're already wherever. on this overnight flight. I have yeah. to work Monday. Like I'm never gonna get back in time. Did you all get back on Sunday? Yeah, we got back Sunday at like 12:30. Um, so it really, you know, it was it still kind of rough because yeah. you lose four hours coming yeah. home. So it was great while we were there, but coming home was rough. But we were still over Canada when this was going on, and me and the lady across the aisle were just like, no, no, no. That was Patsy, who I love. Shout out to Patsy. You're one of my favorite people. Um, but yeah, it ended up this person was just nervous. A lot of people are like that on planes. Some people get nervous on planes, nervous, yeah. Did you have any turbulence? Uh, not really. Nothing too bad. I mean, there were a few like bumpy spots, but it was really funny. I guess one of the um, flight attendants walked through and they hit it pretty well, but they're clearly annoyed. <laughs> He's like, just another day. I could. I wish this lady would get it together. <laughs> Just throw in some shade. I know. I was like, it was very subtle, but yeah. I loved it. You know what I mean? I appreciated it. Mm-hmm. But she was okay. Everything's okay, so I feel like I can laugh a little bit. All right. I'm glad that all worked out. Yeah. But it was a beautiful trip, and I had a great group of people. We, I was so lucky. Everybody got along. Everybody was hilarious. Like, it was just an interesting group of people. So there was a guy named Praveen who was one of the funniest people I have ever met. And he, I don't know how he got us so many times, but like he would shout out that there was like, oh my God, a bear. And we would all look and fall for it every time. It's like, I don't know how he strategically spread these out enough that we would. Just forget that he did it 10 minutes ago. Yes. And like a moose or something. And he'd be like, no, it's on my shirt. And like he'd have a moose (laughs) on his shirt. And he's like, I can't help that you thought, you know, it's just like, Praveen. Uh, (laughs) But he did it on the Denali bus and everybody got so mad. Because it wasn't (laughs) just our group. It was like other people that don't know him. And I was like, don't listen to it. That's, that's that's some real life trolling, and I, I kind of appreciate it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, he. That's not even a troll. I mean, that when you face up to it, yeah, this is bold. Got people, awesome respect. Well, I know that. I think there are more trips planned. I think Amber's going to Hawaii, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there's some other stuff. So yeah, so Jim's things. going back to Alaska next year, uh-huh. oh. but he's doing it opposite from my trip. So he'll cruise at the end, hmm. which would have been nice. I will yeah. say, I to think just relax after exactly. the. Exactly, yeah. you're able to kind of come back down a little bit, recover. And, and then get on go the plane home. and go home. Yeah, I think that's probably the better way to go. I, you know, obviously, I don't care. I'm happy. Doesn't say either way is good. Yeah, exactly. But in an ideal world, he probably did get the better version of that trip. But I think he already did it the way I did the first time anyway, so he knows. He knows. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, it was awesome. Glad you didn't miss too much drama. Mama Lindsay's still recovering, I was but say, I think she's yeah. going to make it. Oh. I'm glad, well, you know, the, the illness is spreading through uh, all of the ranks. I know. But. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, Andrea, do you have a favorite thing this week, or is your whole trip just a favorite thing? I'm really mad 
because I thought of a favorite thing the other day and I was like, ooh, I'm going to use that. Now I can't remember what it was. Well, but you, yeah. You can save it for next week. There you go. Yeah. I'll just call it Alaska because it really was beautiful. I, I absolutely adored it. And just my group of people, they're my favorite thing. They're so cute. Awesome. Uh, my favorite thing can't top that at all. But um, it's a Netflix series. <gasps> I remembered my favorite thing, but go ahead. Okay. Uh, it's called Dark. It's German. I suggest watching it with the subtitles on because they also have the dubbed version, but that's always weird. I don't like watching. I don't like that either. But it's um, kind of a sci-fi thing. Uh, basically, the, there's a group of teenagers out, and one of them has their little brother with them, and he disappears. Mm. And then there's also it, things keep flashing back and forth between different time periods. Yeah. There's some time travel stuff going on. I think I'm too OCD for the whole dubbing thing. Yeah. No, like yeah. I just stare at it and it, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, it's not It's not good. Um, but the you just watch it with subtitles. Okay. Um, we're only a few episodes in and we have to spread it out because it is very dark. It's, it's, it's a, intense. It's intense. My wife gets a little scared, so um, we can only watch a couple episodes and then we have to Aww. take a few days off. But that's what I'm enjoying right now. Nice. It's dark on Netflix. That's a really good one. Okay, so mine... <laughs> For Bravo's 40th, we had some people coming in, like Rob Bromley, which is always, mm-hmm. he's always such a pleasure to Great see. Great to see Rob. Oh, I just never get tired of listening to his voice. It's so epic. I love it. But um, Ken Kurtz, I had never met You before. never met him? Oh, yeah. No, and we get emails still to this day. Former WKYT news director. In his 90s, still looking good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like getting hired around. Barb. Yes, he hired Barbara. He hired Barbara, Bill, Sam, Rob, Dave, like basically kind of i think someone said the backbone of our station like we're all his hires yeah yeah people who have really like made their career here in lexington he found them so he obviously had a good eye for talent but he had no filter i cannot wait to get to the age when i d- just can say whatever i saw I want. some of the stuff he said yeah that's all on facebook so you guys feel free to watch <laughs> yes, that so watch that facebook live and Ken Kurtz, <laughs> just a little taste of him you get you'll see why he is my new <laughs> suddenly all the emails you get make sense it's like oh all right yeah, yeah, this guy. I loved him, though. And yeah. really, you have to respect somebody that did bring in all those people. And, you know, I've heard from multiple people. Bill was just saying how smart he is, like how good he was at his yeah. job. So. He's one of those people that I don't really know, but a lot of people who I respect respect him. Exactly. So as a result, it's like, oh, okay, he must be. Yeah, he yeah. gets it by default. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he was so <laughs> 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 He said some that maybe could have taken out of context didn't sound good yeah but they were funny well i i appreciate that i need to go back and watch the entire thing i've heard some i've heard some tales but uh that's all on facebook so you can go check that out on wkyt's facebook page and um yeah reach out to us on twitter i'm at the victor puente mm-hmm. you can also find um we have facebook pages andrea uh yes andrea walker wkyt and then on twitter i'm at andrea wkyt and Big announcement. Next week's podcast, I think we may actually get our white whale. We are going to force Barb to do it as part of her 40th anniversary celebration. Also, because That's I think a really the, good way to honor her. Force exactly. her to do something she doesn't want to do. Um, well, I think I think also, yeah, some of the bosses were like, hey, you should do that podcast with Barb. And I'm like, you know what? That's great. Because now you all you can be the ones who <laughs> tell her. We've been for <laughs> I'm almost a little bit sad. Because it's been such like our, our, you know. Well, we still got Bill. Mm, oh. <laughs> finding a gap in his schedule is nearly impossible yeah so. well that's the other thing yeah like a lot of times when you ask him like hey bill do you have time like no i don't and he really doesn't <laughs> because he's just just that busy yeah it's true so yes we're looking forward to kind of 
taking a trip down memory lane with Barbara Bailey, who so many people obviously adore. Everything I put up on For Facebook good reason. just yeah. blew up that was about Barb. Like our Facebook page was wild. I think it, every post about her was like, this is performing better than 95% of your <laughs> yeah. posts. It's like, she's beloved. Yeah. She's like the queen of Lexington television. I think that she's kind of earned that title. Well, now that we've put it down on wax, we have to do it. I've heard more than one person say it in different settings. So I think it's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's the queen of the North, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> queen of Lexington TV. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Um, yeah, something to look forward to next week. And um, Andrea, I'm glad you're back. Thanks. I hope you feel better. Thanks. Bye. Bye.